0: What's up, everybody? Real quick before uh, I get into my episode, I just want to do two quick little shout-outs. Number one is Dave Finley. He's on YouTube and um, any musical platform that you listen to music on. He does a lot of covers, and I think he's really good. So y'all check him out, Dave Finley on YouTube. And somebody that is absolutely busting on the scene right now that I saw a couple of weeks back that I actually sent to a couple people is Oliver Anthony. Um, there is a video of him on YouTube um, called Rich Man, North of Richmond. And uh, it's a powerful song, and he's absolutely blowing up right now. He's kind of like a Tyler Childers type of guy. So y'all y'all check out um, Oliver Anthony. He's a really talented guy. Seems like he's a good old boy, and he's singing from the heart. So, uh, y'all check out Dave Finley and Oliver Anthony on YouTube. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Hitters Only Podcast. Got a lot of good stuff lined up today to talk about. Excited that you guys are listening The numbers are growing. Hey, shout out to Three Star Revival. That's who this is. Y'all like to do a little jamming. They're a little uh, southern. A little jazzy. Let's crank it up. That's Three Star Revival. Um, I work with a guy who his brother is the lead singer of that band. They're really good. I've checked out a lot of their music. You can get them on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you search for music. You can probably hit them up on YouTube if you want to check them out. But they're good. Three Star Revival. Check them out. I like them. They're very jazzy with a little southern twang. And uh, they play in Knoxville a lot. They're a good time. So y'all check out Three Star Revival. Hope everybody's been doing well, I'm, uh, I'm excited, we're blazing right into fall, the Titans just had their first preseason game and lost, so all is well, all is normal, the Titans are losing, and um, yeah, the world seems to be going good, so, you know, the government's telling us aliens are flying around the skies, and there's uh, aliens in freezers in government facilities, So whatever you guys want to think about that. But anyways, I want to get into the quota today. And one of my good friends, Josh Patton, told me this quote right here at the table that I'm sitting at a couple of weeks ago. He said that his mother told him this quote, and it's a really good quote. It's better to be thought of a fool than to open your mouth and prove that you're a fool. And man, as soon as he told me that, I was. I said, hey, can you repeat that like two more times so I can write that down in my notes? Because that is definitely going on the podcast. It's better to be thought of a fool than to open your mouth and to prove you're a fool. And man, that is so true. We so often open our mouth and speak before we think, which is always a bad idea. Need to be wise with your words, folks. It's never a bad idea to slow down, think about what you're saying. That quote hit me, so thank you, Josh, for sharing that with me, and I guess I'll quote him on that since that's one of the rules that he lives by. Anyways, I want to get into a couple of sponsors here before we get cranking. The first, we have Kodiak Carving by Brett Brandon. I know Brett, he is very talented. I'm sitting here looking um, in the studio right now at a couple of his pieces of artwork. So what Kodiak carving is, is Brett will take a chainsaw and a log or a piece of wood and he will turn it into whatever you want him to turn it into. He's very talented, His, his artwork is awesome. I have a little bear up here uh, with a fishing pole and a little fish on it. He actually gave me and Caitlin a a unique carving of June, our dog, a custom carving. That's the words I'm looking for. He, he made a custom carving for us of June, and it, it looks just like her. He, like, captured my dog's personality in this piece of wood with a chainsaw. Blew my mind. Painted it white painted her nose black all that it's sick uh, he's done some carvings for my father-in-law he's got a little he's, he made a little bear he, he's man he's done all kinds of stuff super talented I would look guys he does everything he does like I said custom carvings maybe for a special event for your business maybe you want to get him to carve something for your birthday somebody's birthday maybe for father's day mother's day i don't know maybe you want to get a daggum thing like a log carved into your wife in a bathing suit you know what i'm saying he'll paint the bikini red on there he might even put polka dots on it he'll hit it he'll if you got you know if you're dark if you're dark complected he'll hit it with the blowtorch to darken that sucker up you know what i'm saying He does it all, guys. So he's very talented, and that is Kodiak Carving by Brett Brandon. And the way to get in contact to him is just his phone number, and that's 615-900-8768. And, again, I'm going to repeat that. Kodiak Carving by Brett Brandon, 615-900-8768. Y'all check out Brett. All right, coming in next – We got Matt's Transmission. Matt is a personal friend of mine. I really like to support him. He does a really good job. He's worked on my transmission before, done a little service for me. They do a really good job. At Matt's Transmission in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, uh, they provide drivers with reliable transmission services. And their team brings more than two decades of experience. Two decades, guys. Their employees are very um, passionate about doing a good job and making sure that they do the job right. They've been offering affordable transmission, clutch repair as well, uh, check engine light service. Guys, they've been doing this since 1993. Um, Their team is ASC certified. They're all ASC certified technicians. They're knowledgeable about the work that they do, and look, they're not out here trying to do everything they have a focus they work on transmissions and they're good at it they know what they're doing i've sent a lot of people to them everybody's been happy if you're not happy you can go back they'll make it right you know there's not a thing in this world that's perfect but matt's transmissions gets as close as they can to it they do a really good job uh matt is a family friend uh, I know him and his his wife and all of his kids, and they're 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 good people. And in today's world, that's what you look for in business. You just want to find good people. I mean, that's when I trust people. Is if I know you're a good person, I'll trust you to do something for me. And um, their number is six one five six zero three seventy four fifty three. And guys, you can just get online and Google Matt's Transmission, and uh, his website will pull up and. And you can go on there and get all the information that you need. Let's get into the hitters of the day. Man, I listened to some good music this week. And I didn't know quite what to do with these hitters. But, you know, I have a long playlist of hitters. So, they're not running out anytime soon. Guys, if I ever talk about, I don't have any more hitters to share, well, then the podcast is over. But I'm going to tell you right now, that ain't ever going to happen. Coming in at number one, I'm Alive by Johnny Thunder. That is a diamond in the rough. That's been floating around on a couple of podcasts I've been listening to lately. That song came out a long time ago, and I'm pretty sure Johnny Thunder is um, no longer with us. But I'm Alive by Johnny Thunder, the original version. And I'm not sure when that came out, but it's an old song. It was 70s or 80s. Next, we have Your Heart or Mine by John Party. Love that song. It, it's always a good one. And She Don't Know She's Beautiful by Sammy Kershaw. Give you a little country twang for y'all people. But, yeah, like I said, we've been listening to a bunch of good music and um, something that's, something that I enjoy doing that's always kind of funny. So, if I come across new music always like to put it on in my truck when I'm riding with Kaylin in the truck if we're going somewhere and she's a hummer. She always mm, she hums all day long. She's always got a tune in her. She if she hears something that she doesn't like she's quick to be like you know what is this this is this is terrible. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll I will purposely put on music and I won't tell her like I'll just I'll just put the music on that I'm curious just to see what she thinks about it you know like I said she's like a little bumblebee she's always just "Mm," going around and uh, not too long ago I put on Lainey Wilson I think she's good I think she's got a beautiful voice just waiting the truck that's a good one um, she's got a, she, she did a, uh, a thing with Jelly Roll, uh, with Somebody Save Me and, and some other stuff, but I think she's good. So I put her on five minutes in the drive. She was like, oh my gosh, who is this? They're terrible. <laughs> so I thought that was funny, but I think Laney Wilson's good, but hey, not everybody has the same taste in music, but. Anyways, onward. Uh, I was thinking this, this week about my childhood. I got a moment at work, slipped down to the, to the riverbank and, and hang out for a little bit. I was just kind of like in a wooded area around uh, the river. It kind of reminded me behind my parents' house was kind of the same thing, a creek and woods. And I started to think about all the things that I pretended to be when I was a child. And I started thinking, I said, I think I used to always pretend that I was an Indian running around in the woods or maybe like a revolutionary soldier, you know, which I don't know why I was pretending to be an Indian and a revolutionary, you know, an American soldier at that time period. Those are uh, very contradicting parties. It's It just made me ponder on, you know, your childhood and your imagination and what you used to pretend to be. And it makes you wonder, like, maybe, maybe sometimes we should think back on that and, um, you know, process that a little bit, wonder why we wanted to be those things, you know. And maybe yeah, you can give you a little insight on your life today and maybe something you want to be today. Unfortunately, I can't be an Indian, and I can't go uh, be a soldier at this point. I could, but not going to. But, you know, hey, maybe if I was... Pre- I never i never was the guy that was, like, pretend... Or the kid that was pretending to be an astronaut. I never wanted to go up in space. So... But I don't know. What did you guys think? You know? What, what were y'all out there pretending to be? Running around in your driveway or in your backyard or... You know, sneaking into the kitchen. I used to kind of sneak around my house. Like a slithery little snake. Acting like I was 007 sometimes. You know, I'd find the... I'd find the blackest clothes I had, and, you know, I'd get my hair wet in the sink and slick it straight back, and I'd sneak around my house, maybe go in there and sneak a couple of pizza rolls. That was always a a thing you had to do. You know, you had to sneak down there, get a couple of hot pockets, and the whole deal of putting stuff in the microwave late at night when you're not supposed to be snacking is hard. Can they make microwaves that don't beep? We're all standing in front of the microwave waiting. I mean, come on. Can you silence the beep? I don't think you can. Not on mine. Y'all should look into the settings on your microwave and see if you can silence beeps. But I used to have to sneak around, you know. The kitchen wasn't too far from my parents' room, so I'd have to slip a Hot Pocket in there. And, you know, you'd have to wait till it got down to two seconds and then, boom, open the door. So the did go doot, doot, doot. So sometimes, yeah, like I said, I used to sneak around like I was 007 James Bond back in the day and do stuff like that. That may have been why I was, um, wore a husky, husky clothes while I was a child. I was, I was in there, you know, sneaking, sneaking hot pockets. In other news, <laughs> I had an interesting weekend. Had a good weekend. Um, went to the immersive Disney experience in Nashville in Green Hills. Super cool. Won the tickets. Uh, Kalen won the tickets off of 96.3 Jack FM. Shout out. Signed up on their website and uh, won some Disney immersive experience tickets. So, of course, you know, we won four tickets. We gave the other two to some friends of ours, and uh, they had to go on another night. We couldn't line up schedules, but me, Kalen, and Sonny went on Thursday night And it was pretty cool. You know, you go in and you walk through this tunnel and it gives you some history about Disney and how all the uh, characters were originally made and all that good stuff. And then you go into this huge room and all the walls are like a screen or like it's being projected on all the walls. And the floor like moves with you. Like there was like, fake leaves like digital leaves all over the floor and like when you walk they like dust around you and everything and so Sonny, man she was having a blast i'll post some videos on my uh, the hitters on the instagram of her running around that sucker it was freaking sweet and we kind of thought that that was going to be it and then they fired the show up i mean they were playing moana frozen all the, Lion, the Lion King portion of that was, It's the circle of life. And it as hell I mean, it was just, people were holding their kids up in the air. Just holding them up. Yeah! My kid will be a king one day, you know what I'm saying? Mufasa's Spirit was freaking running around that place. It was awesome. So I highly recommend the uh, Disney immersive experience. Like I said, we won tickets. They were free, but they are a little pricey. I think they're like 60 bucks a piece. But hey, you know, your little kids are only little for so long. Go check it out. Hey, and there were some adults in there with no kids. I mean, that thing is cool enough for anybody, really. Uh. While I'm talking about winning things, we have been on a hot streak lately. A couple of weeks ago, we won Jason Mraz tickets. And uh, unfortunately, we couldn't go because the baby girl was sick and ended up giving them to my good buddy Brian Morton and uh, his wife Sammy Sammy Morton. And um, they were already going to the Jason Mraz show. I think that's one of her favorite artists. And um, it just so happens that the tickets I had were... Uh, like a little bit closer so I ended up just giving him giving him those tickets and they went and enjoyed the show and I think they had a great time and so you know never never thought I'd get a chance to go see Jason Mraz I wish I could have but it was cool that I got to kind of uh, pay it forward a little bit with those tickets you know I was hitting everybody up nobody wanted them I mean Jason Mraz is cool I guess I don't know I mean he's kind of a product of my generation, so I think he's all right, and another thing that I'm going to talk about real quick, I'm going to do an announcement on my uh, Instagram and Facebook, probably you'll know about it by the time you hear this, I have won two tickets to Three Doors Down in Nashville at the Ascend Amphitheater, on august the 18th and we are gonna we cannot go we are gonna be out of town we're gonna be in south carolina visiting my best friend evan so we are gonna give those tickets away and we're gonna do some kind of little thing on instagram and facebook where you maybe you know tag a couple of people or something like that or you know we'll put all my um followers in a In a random draw thing My wife told me that they make apps for that Where you can put everybody's name in a thing And it scrambles them up and tells you a name So anyways Somebody Whoever gets those tickets will be a listener Um, They will be somebody That follows me on social media Or listens to the podcast But hey Get on there, check it out Because we about to give away some Three doors down tickets And I went a couple of years ago with some uh, good friends and man they rock out. I'm not sure, I'm sorry. I don't know who's opening for them. I could look real quick. Let me look real quick. box That's who is opening for them. And apparently this is their last go around. This is their 30th year final farewell thing and they're they're on tour with 3 Doors Down, so they're going to be opening for 3 Doors Down. So, but 3 Doors Down is awesome. Like I said, I've seen them before. They play for three and a half hours. I mean, they rock out. And hey, without you, baby. They I love them. So y'all will have a good time. Whoever gets to win those, congratulations. I can't wait to do that. Hey, it's cool that I'm already getting to give away prizes. So. But you know, I'm trying to keep the energy high, guys. And you should be trying to keep the energy high every day too, you know. I've been hitting people at work randomly with the robot. <clears throat> I got some buddies at work. If I randomly see them out, out there, I'll just hit him with a robot. with that right arm hang and swing. You know what I'm saying? I've been doing that. You know, do y'all sing at work? Are you happy? Every once in a while, do you bust out a dance move at work? Just a... Bam! You know? Do you attempt a moonwalk in the break room? I worked in a kitchen in college. With a lot of my uh, good friends and the other people that work there (laughs) always would tell us, like, man, you guys, like, are so energetic while you're here. Like, we would always be singing, dancing, cutting up, having a good time. And I'm like, man, look, we're in college. We work in this kitchen. It's not going to – we're not going to work here forever. But – we work with all of our buddies. We're having a good time. Have a good time at work, y'all. Sing, you know. Freaking even if you gotta go in the bathroom by yourself and you know, bam, do the cupid shuffle real quick. Anything to get you through the day. We're the working class, and we gotta work. You gotta you gotta keep it light at work. You can't take work too seriously. Um, fortunately, I get to have a good time at work every day. I like everybody I work with and I and I get to um have uh cool conversations with everybody and I I really do appreciate that. It's one of the perks to that job that's um everybody's a good person, you know. I don't work with any scumbags. So that's a that's a good deal for me, but keep the mood light. You know, I was thinking the other day about dream jobs, you know? I, a lot of times when you sit around with buddies or Maybe your wife or somebody you hadn't seen in a while sometimes when you when you get in, into those conversations, you start talking about, man, like what is your dream job like what, like and usually for me, that entails something that I can't do. you know, I think my dream job would be like a some like a country music singer or something I don't know maybe r and b I don't know some kind of singer you know it'd be nice if I could be similar to Justin Timberlake. That'd be nice, you know. Maybe a Eric Church type of guy, I don't know. Somebody in that somebody in that stratosphere. Unfortunately I'm trash at singing. So that's never gonna happen. Maybe podcasting is a dream job, you know. This is a good way to express myself without getting up there on karaoke night. You know, I grew up expressing myself through sports and I spent so much time when I was younger, just playing sports, that I never put my energy or my um, my thoughts into anything else. That that was my focus, and um, I think it's I think it's good when you get a little older. You know, when you're a young adult, to find something that um, motivates you. That makes you happy something that you're trying to make better and get better at I think that's important and some people have that in their career or their job maybe you like your job that much that you know you're passionate about it and you can go to work every day and enjoy what you do and come home feeling fulfilled fulfilled and but you know that's not everybody guys. A lot of people work a job that they're stuck in and they can't get out of and I just want to say you can, you can get out of it. Uh, it's hard to do. The the list of reasons are always long of of why you can't make a career change. But uh there's one very simple reason that you should and you should you only get one shot at this and if you're not happy, you need to make a change. So For all you folks out there that maybe y'all are struggling with a career maybe you just started something new that um, you're not used to yet maybe you've been doing something for a long time and maybe it's just now starting to settle in that this is not something that you think you can see yourself doing for the rest of your life find something to do that makes you happy everybody's passionate about something I don't I don't buy the narrative that everybody's a vegetable when they just go to work and they go home and they eat dinner and they watch TV and then they go and then they get up in the morning and do it all over again. Come on, guys. We're all doing stuff. We all got things we're interested in. I've been blessed I got so many friends that are so talented. That's one of the reasons I'm able to start this podcast is because I got so many friends that are interesting that I can have them on a podcast to talk about all kinds of cool stuff. I mean, I got friends that are into everything. So you got passions. So thrive to do something that you're passionate about. After work the other day, I had to... um, stopped by my dad's house my mom and dad's house he he's been he's been graciously giving me some some stuff out of his garage he's doing the you know yearly garage clean out and he he uh hit me up sent me some pictures and stuff and i said yeah man i'm gonna come over there after work and i stopped in i stopped in after work and You know, knocked on the door. What's up, Dad? You know, all good. he's like, all right, you know, come on out here. I'll help you load up this stuff. And, you know, he helped me load up the stuff that he gave me and put it in the back of the truck, you know, shut the tailgate. And he was like, all right, well, you know, have a good day. And I said, all right, yeah, you know, you too. I said, I'll, you know, I'll see you later. And kind of left, you know. I was there probably under five minutes. Leaving it kind of made me think about the difference between the interactions between moms and dads. If my mom's home I'm going to be at I'm going to be at their house. If I stop in at my mom's home, I'm going to be there for at least 20 or 30 minutes. Because you know, my mom wants to talk and what's going on, you know, how's the kid, how's the wife, you know, what you've been up to. And I really enjoy that. That's it's I'm not it's not a negative thing. I, I love talking to my mom. I don't you know, I don't get to see her all the time and when I when I do get to see her I I enjoy talking to her. She's always uh, she's very positive and she's always a a joy to be around. So I enjoy those interactions. They're just sometimes they're more time consuming than old dad. And that I can I can go over there and if just my dad's there it's a very short interaction and it's in and out, but I get just as much enjoyment from that as well. It's funny how how the uh, the difference between mom and dads, you know. I get just as much enjoyment talking to my dad for 5 minutes that I than I do talking to my mom for 30 minutes. That's just the difference between men and women. Um you know like my dad's a he's a wise man, he doesn't He's not going to attack you with words or, you know, drag you, drag you into the, into the muck with, you know, long conversations. But when he, when he does talk and he does offer advice, I'm always all ears. He's a smart guy, but I don't know. What's the dynamic with y'all's parents is sometimes some, Hey, some dads might be talkers, you know, they might not let you out of there. I don't know, but I love my parents it's a good thing I witnessed a funny little like I was saying I was at the Disney immersive experience and before we ate at uh, some uh, agave something Mexican restaurant in Green Hills in Nashville and we were sitting kind of near the the bathroom and uh, two little boys came out of the bathroom and one of them was screaming crying and his mom jumped up freaking out ran over there oh my gosh are you okay and he had uh, smashed his finger in the door you know he was uh oh, smashed my finger in the door and uh, and she was like oh my gosh she was freaking out and then you know old dad gets up from the booth probably mad that he had to take a break from his chips and salsa as I would be and goes over there and he's looking at this kid's finger and he's like and, and you know she's like she's like babe oh it's bad It's bad. We might have to leave. And he's like, absolutely not. (laughs) He's like, I mean, it might bruise or something, but it ain't broken. He'd be all right. (laughs) And she was like, no, like, this is really bad. And he was like, (laughs) no. So I love it. I love the differences in men and women. We need them both, folks. We don't need them to be the same. We need them to be different. They're good counter opposites. Anyways, onward. I uh, was watching some highlights the other night of the uh, UFC fights. Justin Gaethje beat uh, Justin uh, Poirier, Dustin Poirier. Sorry. And uh, some, some there were some other good fights. There were some boxing fights. A lot going on in the UFC world. And uh, I was kind of watching some of the stare downs. And it got me thinking about those hype moments before fights or a sporting event in general. The stare down is one of my favorite moments of any sporting event. And it's not just in fighting or boxing. It's in any sport. I remember when I played football, all week long, man, the hype was building up. Maybe somebody from the other team dropped a little nasty voicemail in in on you. You know, somebody said something about your girlfriend or something on the other team. And um, the the momentum would build up, build up, and we'd get to this point after kickoff. And, you know, you'd either be on offense or defense. And I remember these moments. It was like a five to ten second moment. You know, where it's like right before the referee hadn't blown the whistle to start the game yet, and you're walking up, and you both kind of like line up, and you're just looking at each other. Nobody's hit each other yet. Nobody's saying nothing. The music's blaring in the stadium, and then all of a sudden it just shuts off, and it's quiet, and you're all just staring each other down. And I used to always find somebody that I knew I was, gonna, I was fixing to work on for the whole game, and I'd let them know. Just, I'd, look, I'd look into their oh, boy, and let them know. I wouldn't say nothing. I wouldn't say nothing. But I'd look at them like they knew they was fixing to get the smoke. And I love that. I love that stare-down. That happens in pretty much all sports. One of the hardest stare downs, if you got time, get on YouTube and look up Conor McGregor uh, fighting Floyd Mayweather when they fought. Ooh, boy. When they st- stared each other down in the ring before they were fitting the throw hands, it was nuts. The look on Conor McGregor's face was insane. It's like he was looking into Floyd's soul like he looked like he had no fear there was not an ounce of fear or anything in that guy's body when he was staring that guy down insane i love it i love that energy so that's a that's a hype moment right there other hype moments i was thinking about um some college apartment stories there's so many fun things about college, and it. it Why well, I'm bringing I'm bringing this up because my last podcast was with my wife and we talked a little bit about college, which that could be a whole nother podcast. But some of the funnest things about college were this, your college apartment stories. It was so funny. I mean, I moved out of a college apartment one time and we, we, couldn't, we couldn't carry the TV down from the third story because it was like one of them huge box TVs and it was big and clunky and it was heavy. So we just threw it off the balcony. <laughs> I mean, college apartment complexes are wild. People would blare music all day long constant parties going on, pool parties, just nuts. I had a friend one time that he, um, we were going back to his apartment after being out one night and we stopped in at Dodge's Chicken in Murfreesboro, Tennessee on Broad Street and they have the late night food. It's, it's, um, I'm not sure if it's good or not. I've eaten it, but I'm not sure if it's good or not, but he went hard and he got everything on the menu that night so it's like a little buffet thing and you just tell them what you want i mean pizza sticks wings fried chicken tenders, egg rolls all kinds of stuff i mean biscuits whatever you want and he got one of everything and he freaking ate all that junk on the way home and smashed it all And just went outside in the breezeway of the apartment complex and just projectile vomited everything. I'm pretty sure some lady walked out and was like, oh my gosh, are you going to clean that up? And of course he did because he's a good guy. But, man, the the college experience was fun. It's just always wild when that many young people are living in a small community. You know, wild things tend to happen. It, it, it was always fun, and sometimes I miss those days, but, you know, most of the time I don't, let's be honest. It was always loud, and, you know, the management of these places, they don't ever fix anything. And, but, hey, when you're freaking 20 years old, and you've, that's the first place you've ever lived outside of your parents' house, It's fun, man. And, you know, not everybody moves out in college. You know, MTSU, that's that's the college I went to. Big suitcase school. That's what they call it. A lot of people go there but go home on the weekends or live at home. Not sure if it's still like that. I imagine it is. You know, Rutherford County in the Murfreesboro area is a big Big place with a high population. And a lot of people just stay in town and go to college, which I loved MTSU. It was great. I I didn't even want to go anywhere else. So loved it, loved every minute of it. In other news, or onward as I should say, the poop bandit is back at work. Somebody's been blowing up the porcelain. Somebody's got some high PSI in that thing. They've been really painting the back of it and leaving the scraps for the rest of us. We thought we had this problem solved a couple of years ago. We thought we knew the culprits, the suspect. We even dialed it down to a couple of people, maybe even one. And those people have since moved on to other careers And there was no, uh, any more evidence of the poop bandit. And the poop bandit has resurfaced. So the investigation is back open. We are heavily investigating at this point. You know, what is up with people blowing up workplace bathrooms? Come on, man. Clean it up. There's always one of them bristle brushes in there. I mean, if you're exploding, clean it up. Don't be a workplace poop bandit. I looked up some stats on this earlier, and the average person spends 56 hours a year on the toilet at work. Wow. So you get paid for more than a week. You get paid at least 56 hours a year just uh, dropping one off. That's wild. It kind of scares me looking at those, like, lifetime stats. I've never looked into it, but I'm pretty sure there's a couple websites where you can get on. You can look at, like, how much time you spend on doing certain things. And, man, the amount of time that I've probably spent doing some dumb stuff. Wow. You don't ever know. I mean, I've just, sometimes I do things that don't even make sense. Just spending time doing something stupid. I would like to know, and I'm sure other um, parents know what I'm talking about. And me and my wife have talked about this. I'm always cleaning the kitchen. I can clean the kitchen, and then I'm cleaning the kitchen again. Like, cleaning the kitchen never ends. Dishes never end. Like, sometimes I just want to throw everything away and go 100% styrofoam. I mean, I don't want to do that because I don't need anything else that's going to give me cancer. But, wow. We are always cleaning the kitchen. It's insane. Anyways, onward. The other day, I um, ran out of deodorant yeah and I did what any man would do, any married man would do. I used my wife's deodorant. I lathered them uh, lathered them pits up with that dove. that dove, freshy fresh. It's not bad, you know. We've since moved to a, an aluminum-free deodorant in the Haynes house. I don't know why, but I went in there, slapped a dove under each arm then I got the wild idea to go out and trim the bushes so I'm out there trimming all the bushes around the house and the shrubbery and I'm, I'm feeling a little slick I'm feeling a little lubed up and I was smelling a strong odor of dove my doves were flaring up on me And I raised my arm up and looked at it, and it looked like an overflowing washer machine. I'm talking suds were coming out of my armpits like a daggum sink with freaking all kinds of soap in it. I mean, it was nuts. I've never, I mean, you know how they, they put the little ducky on the dish soap bottle? That little ducky could have took a little ducky soap bath in one of my armpits, man. I was like, what is this? And then Kaylin just got home from yard sailing, and I walked right up to her car because Sunny was sleeping in the back, and she was sitting there, uh, you know, on her phone or something. And I walked up to her, and I pulled up my armpit, and her mouth just dropped like, oh, my gosh. So I had to go in the house mid-shrub trimming, and rinse my dadgum soapy armpits out. So, I don't know what Dove's putting in their daggum deodorant, but hey, be careful out there. You know, you'd hate for that to happen at a dinner party. You know what I mean? Maybe you're at work. Maybe you're in court. And all of a sudden, you got suds coming out your daggum t-shirt. Nobody needs that. Nope. I mean, I could have freaking took in a handful out of each armpit and lathered it around a tire to see if it was leaking. Good Lord. Since then, Kaylin has told me, she said, yeah, don't put the dove on when your armpits are wet, like after the shower. She goes, they tend to soap up, sud up. So be, hey, men, just wear man deodorant. Just wear man deodorant. These ladies, they don't. We don't need to wear their stuff. So, do the responsible thing. Get your own stuff. Last thing I'm gonna talk about. I had some. Uh, I had some good times this weekend, guys. I hung out with some family, some family friends this weekend, and. Uh, you know my uh, my brother's sister-in-law. Uh, she's having twins. Uh, it was her birthday, and uh, we all went to Samurais in Murfreesboro for a little hibachi experience, and that was fun. I haven't done hibachi since probably high school, and it was cool. You know, definitely the flaming up of the grill caught me off guard. You know, they were throwing egg, trying to get everybody to catch it in their mouth. I threw I threw a little curveball at them and took my hat off and caught the egg and then ate it, boom, gotcha. And it was a good time. So um, Samurais in Murfreesboro, that's, that's a good spot to go to. But um, we were, th- we were kind of there for Alex's birthday. You know, she's pregnant with twins, and we kind of did a little low-key, little baby shower kind of thing for her. And, but, man, twins, that's wild. I couldn't imagine. You know, sometimes I get worried that that might be contagious I was trying to make sure that Kalen didn't sit in the same chair as her afterwards, you know. I never wanted them sitting in the same seat. You never know what could catch. You know what I mean? You know, if they if they share a drink or something, share the same straw, you never know. We might end up with twins or something. I, I'm, I you know, I'm superstitious about that kind of stuff. You don't, know, you know, whoo, twins. That's a whole nother deal right there, y'all. A lot of people want twins. Until they're a parent. And then they. Shout out to all the people that have twins. I have a cousin. A couple of cousins that have twins. And man. You guys are heroes in my book. That is some hard work right there. So shout out to uh, Alex. And happy birthday. And we're so excited for them babies to come. We're praying and hoping that it goes well. And we're going to be with you. So shout out to Alex. But hey guys. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And like I said, you know, you can uh, look at my stuff on Instagram at hitters.only, Facebook hittersonly. And my email is um, staley at hittersonlypodcast.com. And um, my website is www.hittersonlypodcast.com if you want any of my content. All my stuff is always on any podcast platform, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple. I even think it's on iHeartRadio, Amazon, or whatever. I just want everybody to uh, enjoy their week. Keep it moving. Hitters only.